0: The rivalry is back on. 1% better every day and 1 and 0. The set is the quarterback lined up behind center, takes a snap, going for a home run deep downfield, looking for T.Y. Hilton. Hilton makes the catch. He's in the 10-5, doubles in the air. Coming with of pressure off the edge. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. The horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. How's it going, Colts fans? Not great? Yeah, we all know the feeling over the last week. Anyway, it's your boy Derek Larger again and welcome back to another Hold Your Horses segment on the Cody Felger Podcast. Many of you seem to enjoy the last video that I did, so here we go again. I think you can probably tell the direction that this train is headed for. Yep, today I will talk about Andrew Luck and how this team moves forward from this shocking news. First off, Andrew Luck deserves our respect. He literally put his body and life on the line to make this team into what it was. He played through games where he had fractured ribs, lacerated a kidney, and had torn shoulder muscles that should have left him never to throw a football again. Still don't think he's tough? I, along with all all other Colts fans, don't like the timing of this announcement. We all wish he would have told the team sooner, but you cannot put a timeline on when someone decides they've had too much and want to leave when he can. Football is entertainment, folks. Once you cannot physically and mentally do what you once loved, you have to leave. Remember the old saying, football is 10% physical and 90% mental? Well, when you lose that 90% and the passion, you have to do what's right for yourself and leave while you still can. Now, in regards to the fans that booed Andrew Luck, I am conflicted here. I hate that many felt the need to do such a thing, seeing as though I would never do that. To give some context on how I reacted, I was just finishing a shower the night it happened when I got a message from my friend who watches my other podcast where I talk about the NFL. Then I got another message from my co-host about it. I saw this and I said, this can't be true. People have made up stuff about Andrew Luck before. This has to be made up. Well... When I saw it was confirmed, I immediately started yelling and cursing and everything. That all led to eventual crying. I cried on and off for the next 36 hours after all this news broke. Yeah, you all can make fun of me if you want. It's cool because I really don't give a damn. I am passionate about this team and care about this team's success. And seeing one of my favorite players end his journey with this team you best believe that I'm going to feel anger and pain as did thousands of other Colts fans around the United States. So that being said, I understand the frustration. I believe the booing was used more as a symbol to say that the fans hated the decision, not as much as the person. Either way, it shouldn't have happened and could have been avoided if it weren't for the media breaking the story out the way it did. Now, Whose fault is this really? Well, I can't not put some blame towards Andrew. He did rush injury sometimes. And the timing of this announcement truly sucks. But I won't hold the timing against him that much. As I said earlier. In regards to who to truly blame? Blame the guys who were in charge from 2012 to 2016. Ursay, Grigson, Pagano, and others. Ursay kept Grigson and Pagano around longer than he should have. He realizes that now, and it, it may be why he didn't feel obligated to take Lux money from this year's part of his contract, which was almost $25 million, by the way. Think of all the, what the Colts could have done with that extra salary cap there, or extra money they didn't have to give away. Because the team was, did have the rights to take that money away, but Ursay chose not to. Whether he felt guilty or not, or whether he felt guilty or not for all of this, you could make an argument there. But I think he genuinely has a good heart and feels bad for Luck. Pagano couldn't be too much to blame, besides the fact that he just coached with the best that he had, despite not doing a very great job of that, and helping to develop Andrew Luck and implement a system that would help him later on. Now, Gregson. I can't even begin to start with this guy. This is the man that decided, I'm not drafting offensive linemen. I am going to spend the least amount of money on offensive linemen and spend giant amounts of money on older guys who play skill positions that don't help my quarterback in the long term. Also, remember when Luck got that first big contract and Gregson blamed Luck for accepting that deal and saying it's Luck's fault? that we can't build this team because he took so much? Yeah, that guy. The guy who chased guys out of his office with his non-professionalism, aka Pat McAfee, and spent the third most cap space on a team full of guys that, as of today's roster, 95% of them are no longer there. Who else is to blame here? Who would have guessed that Grigson... Being away from the team for almost three years now, his legacy is still hurting the Colts in some of the worst ways possible. In regards to how this news broke out, first off, I, like many others who I talked to the night this came out, did not appreciate Adam Schefter reporting this news when he did. Andrew Luck had stated he wanted to break the news on Sunday to his team, his teammates, and then the fans. Unfortunately, that was moved up due to the news coming out that early. We all know how the media works sometimes, guys. It doesn't matter how other people feel about it being presented, just as long as it's brought out first. It's all that matters is breaking the story first because it's the big news. Andrew wanted to wait until Sunday, as reported, and that was taken away from him by the media. Some of his own teammates said it stinks that Luck was not able to retire on his own terms. Because the media changed all that. However, I'm not going to keep rambling on about it. Now, I'm going to talk about this team moving forward. First off, do I think Jacoby Brissett will be our quarterback of the future? I don't know. Whether he is or isn't, he is the best option on the board for the Colts as of right now. And he deserves a shot, given everything that's happened. By the way, I saw so many people, whether you watch this podcast or not, stating that Brissette should start over luck anyway, as I mentioned in my other Hold Your Horses segment from the week prior. Since, you know, Brissette's been out there putting in the work and doing everything needed to. Well, now's his chance to see if he can back up those words that you sprung out. You all know who you are that have been saying it. Quick question, though. How many of you that have said Brissett should start over luck, even if luck was healthy and ready to go, are now saying we should tank to draft someone new after this season, or even in the 2021 season, that we should get a washed-up quarterback and Colin Kaepernick who brings political and other baggage to this team and to this league, or pick up a 38-year-old quarterback in Eli Manning? Really? Do you realize how delusional that sounds? You haven't even given Brissett a chance to prove himself. Now, I'm not talking about the whole cult uh, community here. This is not everyone that I'm talking about here. A lot of us, most of us, are willing to give Brissett a chance. But there are so many of you that, uh, that think opposite-wise. I have no idea why. And you don't dare say that he didn't prove himself in 2017 for so many reasons. He came in week one of the 2017 season and had to start week two. He learned on the fly with a defensive-minded coach that did not know how to implement an offensive system and had probably the worst roster in the NFL that year. Brissett is a young, talented guy with great leadership. Everyone in the, in the locker room loves this guy. Those saying that we will go for Tua? Look, unless we trade up into the top five, I'm pretty positive we will not be involved in acquiring Tua. He will most likely be the number one quarterback taken in next year's draft. Do you really anticipate Pal- Balor giving up a player and possibly two or three draft picks to move up to acquire him? Somebody will be taking him before us, folks. I don't see it happening. Ballard still has confidence in Brissett, and we should too, until he is proven otherwise. Also, in regards to Trevor Lawrence, he will be the number one guy drafted in 2021, not next year in 2020, in case some of you don't understand the math. So we should tank next year also? Some of you have no faith in this roster, and it truly shows. Tell all this nonsense to guys like Darius Leonard, Quentin Nelson, T.Y. Hilton, and others. All those guys who have done so much to make this team better. All of this nonsense talk will spill into the Colts organization. You understand that, right? Because these players do see what people are talking about, guys. They'll start to grow less confidence in themselves. Mean, I remind you, this roster was built to play around the quarterback. This system is not meant for the quarterback to take it all. Remember when Ballard first took this job? Defense, building the trenches, a team that can compete in January. This isn't no any longer about the te- about the quarterback anymore, folks. This is about a team. Let's stop with the hysteria. Let's go out and compete this team can still win plenty of games. I will explain that more in depth on another episode on this podcast. But after all this Andrew Luck smoke clears, I am confident that this team will still compete, win games, and can make the playoffs. Be a Colts fan, folks, that is proud to root for this team, and we'll see what this overall team is made of. That is it for the segment of Hold Your Horses. I hope you all enjoyed. And just one disclaimer before I leave. Please go out and support our team, Colts Nation. I do not want to have any fights. I do not want to have anything there. I am bringing you what I believe we as Colts fans should understand and acknowledge and go out and do. We really need the support from all of us. This year, this team needs it now more than ever. Show this team that even when we get knocked down, we're going to get back up and try even harder. Thank you all again so much for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and on YouTube. Be sure to leave a comment, like, and subscribe. And as always, go Colts.